Yeah, if you want to take it from the ground floor, you've got to go back to the strike and the contract that was achieved. And the car makers said at that time that, hey, our labor costs are going to be so much higher than our non-union competitors. And the UAW said, don't worry about that. We're going after them, too. And the UAW did. They began a major organizing effort actually at every non-union car maker in the country. And uh, they claim that those particular car makers have been the ones that have impeded their efforts to organize. So where uh, where does this go from here? And have you seen this in history and how this may shake out? Well, we certainly have seen it in history, but it's been a different strategy for the UAW in the past. In the past, they may have taken one of those, they, they call them transplants, foreign car makers that operate in the U.S., and really focused on them. And those efforts never really had any success. So now the union is just going after all of them. They put an online site where workers can sign up to, to sign union cards, saying they want the UAW to uh, organize their plants. And they've seen success at Volkswagen, which actually was the one that they came closest to organizing before. They've got a, about 1,000 a people there who have signed union cards. I, I was doing some reading on this story, Jeff, that we're seeing in some of these plant locations with these manufacturings where they've been very deterrent as far as the union trying to get their message to their workers. And I don't think this is going to be a simple fix all around. It is not going to be a simple fix. The car companies, for the most part, say, look, organizing is a worker's decision, and we are staying out of it. And there are laws that cover what a company can and cannot say in a union organizing drive. But many of these plants, not all of them, but many of them are located in southern states that tend to be more anti-union. So, for example, with the Volkswagen drive a couple of years ago, uh, part of its reasons for its failure is a lot of local officials there put, put a lot of pressure uh, against the UAW, not so much the company. Uh, again, you, you always have to take with a grain of salt uh, what both sides say in these organizing drives. They're kind of like a, a, uh, an election in the, in the country as well. Everybody is saying what, what makes them feel best, what makes them look best. Jeff Gilbert with us, U.S. auto industry expert, CBS News. In regards to these manufacturers and these plants and the term union busting, is there a concern of job loss by some of these individuals if they try to push forward? Well, it's illegal to fire somebody for union organizing activity. But in the case of Tesla, some of the uh, people who were involved in union organizing activity were fired for other reasons. And those cases are, are still basically going through courts in the National Labor Relations Board because obviously uh, Tesla has to show that they weren't fired for union organizing activity and the union has to show that they were. So that's kind of a difficult thing to prove on either side. Jeff, when we were talking about the strike there a month or so ago, we were talking General Motors and Ford and such, but now we're talking about the manufacturers of Honda, Tesla, Hyundai and Volkswagen, which are big players in the U.S. auto industry network. So touch on the uh, how big they are and how many workers this affects going forward. Well, it would be hundreds of thousands. I don't have the number ahead of me. Probably more workers than the roughly 140,000 that were affected by the Detroit Three. And realize you're talking about more than a dozen companies, and you're also talking about 
new startups that are just starting to come because EVs have, have inspired new companies, not just Tesla, but you've got Rivian, you've got VinFast, a Vietnamese car maker that's building a plant in North Carolina, you've got a couple of other EV startups, you even have companies from China that would like to come in. So you've got those, and, and, and you've got the traditional foreign car makers that are very established in the U.S., not just Honda, Hyundai, and Volkswagen, but Toyota is a big player here. They make a lot of vehicles here in the U.S. So does Nissan. So do the uh, the German brands, the Mercedeses and the BMWs. So the UAW is going after all of them. And, and again, most of those plants are located in southern states, one exception being Honda. They've got a big plant in uh, Ohio, not too far from where you are. Yeah, that's for sure. Jeff, and you being plugged into the industry and connection on both sides here, what's your anticipation on how this plays out? Well, it's going to be a a very tough fight. While the car makers do say that, hey, you know, we'll be union if the UAW, if our members want to join the UAW privately, uh, you will see that they are probably going to do what they can within the law to prevent that because that adds extra difficulties for them, and particularly in the southern states. Uh, Experts I talk to say the companies that are probably the most likely to organize, if it happens, would be Tesla. They have a big plant in California, which is a very pro-labor state, and also Volkswagen, which came close a few years ago.